It is another episode of Hellcast. The only show saying that Children of Bodom is not a manly band. I am Reaper, your host. I am perplexed because I did not even know that that was... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Children of Bodom. I am Eddie. Hi. (laughs) Holy hell, that's awesome. (laughs) They're not. You know, I'm sitting there watching Reaper getting ready to introduce the show and I see that and if there was baseball I would have swung and missed because that was a change up <laughs> I thought I, don't I was know, just I thinking about things of oh. sorts and I was just like you know well no I was at work and for whatever reason where something was brought about and I forgot what band it was but it's just like no man likes that music I was like well unless like unless they're German they might like for some reason, Germans get like a free card for like in like like bad power Hasselhoff. metal. Yeah, because they like like they're like re- like all the really bad power metal stuff. Like reach for the stars, kind of power metal stuff comes from there, and it's just like <laughs> well, that's Germany. They love metal, and you can kind of let them have that. But or European, even some there's or just Europeans really in general. And depends what country really, but I, you know, just in America that would not fly. I just like I can't take a dude walking around like I'm a huge fuck. Yeah. I fucking chilling about it. You just don't see. I don't. That. I'm not familiar with them at all. I mean, I know the name, but I don't. Are they from Germany? No, they're from Finland. I mean, wow. the, the the dude's a hell of a guitar, but they're hell of musicians. But it's just like that. Like it, it's got folk and stuff. It's just it's 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 gay. I mean, and I mean, and a happy. I mean, it's it's very gay you never heard show the bottom holy i don't watch much tv Uh, yeah i don't listen to much radio all right well uh i'm not saying that they're a terrible band or something i'm just saying i don't understand well that's how i don't know the the, the balls of it is look here's a song called hate me and let you tell me if you think that this lives up to the title well that's the thing here's the thing though a song called hate me that's almost a very sophomoric way to to have a metal song they just hate me instead you know that's like something like a all right we'll listen to it and then and then express okay. opinions afterward okay how's that i that's i i i <laughs> grab your partner dosey do I'll be honest, this is not what I pictured showing on the bottom You know what's funny about this? I was expecting something so different. That now my I'm, I'm so biased by the name of the band for some reason, by the name of the song. Okay, well hold on. What were you expecting? Uh, like a My Bloody Valentine type thing. Like, well, they're I, they're much older. Well, I don't know much, but they're older than that. that yeah, and see, movement. I don't even know if I would know them, but just just by the name, it's like one of those. It's like all right, there's too many names in your band. But I, I mean, listen to this. I'm like, it's not bad. I mean, it's not. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it sucks. It's just like it's like folk metal. You just can't take it seriously. It's just kind of like I could see why people like it. There's there's a lot of power and energy to it. Ah, it's just it, it, it. You you just don't see the you know a dude decked out in denim, leather, spikes, chains, and 
you know, whatever, and going, you know, my favorite band is motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm laughing at is the look you gave me when you said that. I gave you the, you're right. I, I, gave you the I David, don't think that's going to happen. I gave you the David Caruso look in uh, Miami Vice or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> that wasn't even what <laughs> I Where, like, he yanks it, off his sunglasses. He always says the stupidest shit, like, and then he'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch I, I'm show. trying to think of somebody that I could... <laughs> But it just gives the badass look, but it is not badass at all. Like I, I could I'm, even like <laughs> I, I don't know I I could see somebody like Seabass liking this stuff. Seabass <laughs> from fucking Dumb and Dumber. No, Sebastian. Kick his ass to Seabass. That's what the old CM drummer. Like, oh, Seva. I call him Seva. Seabass. I call him is kick his ass. Seabass. Well, I don't. Okay. It's a Dumb and Dumber when he throws the salt shaker. Kick yes, his ass, I know. I, I know. Okay. <laughs> but like, I but I guess because maybe because he's European. I, I don't know. It does have a very it's exactly. a very European sound to it and. Like so, like if you saw a dude walking around like a, an Adidas shirt or whatever, and he's like, "I'm a huge fucking metal fan, dude." You know what? Blasphemy is a kick-ass band. You'd be like, <laughs> He's got an Adidas like windbreaker shirt on, and he's like the Adidas like sweatpants with the, the stripe down the side. I did never, I never thought that he would be a blasphemy or a revenge fan. Well, that's like, and then you know, and then you see like a European guy goes like, "Fucking yeah, you know what? Revenge is rules. Chewing the bottom's awesome. Blasphemy, fuck yeah!" And you're just like, "Oh, okay." Well, I mean, how many times do I go to the gym and I got my Adidas or Reebok fucking sweats on or or, or shorts, and I got a sweatshirt on that. I'm know. just saying in America it's kind of a it's kind yeah. of surprising. Europe not as much. <laughs> Put it this way. In Europe or in, in America, you're in a locker room and a man drops his drawers, it's it's a, a thing. You're like, oh, this is very weird. Eyes are up. In Europe, a man drops his drawers in a locker room, it's no big deal. Nice we, dick. Well, I don't know if it's that, <laughs> but it's just whatever. I'm a dude. I'm straight. It's he's taking a shower. We're we're sweaty. Okay, well, it's a little bit different. I'm just saying, you know, it's unless you're European, it's not a very manly band to like chill in the bottom in America. I guess I don't know. Maybe I, I get a little bit European in me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just my opinion. Then I'm gonna get a lot of haters. Like fuck you, chill in the bottom. It's great. The keyboards are awesome. Well, yeah. That was. I mean. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't my thing I listened to, but I, it was not what I was anticipating. And see, and that's that's the thing you learn about <laughs> just with, with music is it's like, well, <laughs> you might and and you sometimes got to let go of the the your your initial what you think something's going to be because I was not. Yeah, no, that doesn't mean I'm going to go buy the record. I wasn't expecting my opening statement to even be reflected upon, <laughs> let alone this long. But honestly, if you really got to get me to explain it, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> it just thought it'd be something asshole. Well, why no? But it, it sparked the conversation. That's funny. Probably got a lot of people pissed off. I'm gonna go <laughs> listen Fuck. to Blackmore's Night now when I get home. Yeah, I mean, I guess why would that be acceptable? But chilling the bottom wouldn't. But I don't know. It's just a bad name. But anyway, uh, so you know, well, I don't know what bottom is. I don't know either. But I'm sure Google they've it. explained it a few times. It's you know, it's probably the zillionth question that you know, how you doing today? Like that's answered in interviews. Like, well, it's probably the next question. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Well, quit fucking asking. What does bottom mean? I, I told you in the last fucking interview. You know, it's just I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
limited time sale at hellsheadbangers.com. Select CDs, tapes, and posters as low as $3.33. Get some cheap LPs as low as $6.66. Take advantage of this cheap sale while supplies last at hellsheadbangers.com. <laughs> hey, kid, it's me, Bernie, and here's your goddamn email. So we got some fan mail. Gentlemen, I really... What are you laughing at? <laughs> Dude, in your eye, I just went... <coughs> open the compressor and fix that up. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Anyway. So we got some... <laughs> Let me. Holy hell, are we getting giddy? <laughs> and we've only just begun, sort of. And we only just begun, gentlemen. Gentlemen, do you like chilling the bottom? Because <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> this is a band called uh, Hate Breed. Uh, anyway, uh, who? I don't know. That's another thing, though. In Europe, like if someone were to like, if a European <laughs> dude were to like Hate Breed or something, I would be a little bit slower at jumping to the conclusion that he's a douchebag where if it was american yeah. saying i love fucking hate breed i was like he's a douche yeah i, I agree totally so you understand where somebody I'm with an with accent you. or even a canadian oh they're hey, that hate breed they're okay you know what i mean you'd be like <laughs> is that an irish tutor <laughs> it's canadian Okay. Hey, what are you? What's what are you? time? I, I, I've, I've, never heard, I've never heard one Canadian go, oh, dear, eh? <laughs> oh, dear? What the fuck is oh, dear? Oh, dear, eh? <laughs> I've heard him go, eh? <laughs> but anyway, so. <laughs> You're a hoser. Read the fucking email, please. <laughs> I got flannel. Some people call it grunge. <laughs> oh, I, that's another thing, too. I remember Zach from uh, Necrofilth when we were up in uh, Canada. We asked the dude from Rammer, like, we're talking about Daglo abortions. Like, man, Daglo abortions are great. But, like, but what is a hoser and why do they want to kill them? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, well, well, hey there, oh, there, eh? <laughs> As Eddie would put it. <laughs> well, a hoser's like a douchebag. Yeah. Well, he's like, no, a hoser's like, uh, he's like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, just picture, like, a redneck wearing flannel. And I was just like, I got it. I, I know exactly what a hoser is now. And it's basically a Canadian redneck. Yeah, which maybe is also, Canadians are going like, no, that's wrong. But it, it, I think it's douchebag. But it's so it's just so fucking cold. In Canada, if you're Canada, wear, you know, if you're if in you're, America, they just became grunge people. If you're Canadian and you know, write the show and let us know. Yeah, if you can explain it better, we'll try to read your email on 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 yeah. the air. But we'll just keep talking about other shit. <laughs> All these random thoughts. I just wanted to throw that out there, though. But uh, hey, gentlemen, I really enjoy your program. It's nice to hear a show that doesn't like chilling the bottom, where the guys know what they're talking about. Fuck yeah, I know. In underground metal. Well, apparently I didn't know about Children of Bodom. <laughs> I know, but they're not underground, so. I first got into it in 1989, before Children of He got Bodom. into Hellcast in 89? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> underground metal. Oh. And have loved it since. I thought my destiny was to play metal, but that never panned out, however. I have been lucky enough to meet or speak with many members of the scene over the years. It turned out my destiny was to help bands, and right now, I assist Absu, Bloodstorm, and After Death slash Nocturnus AD with websites or Facebook pages, as well as promotions and things like that. 
I'm quite happy to help these bands in any way I can and enjoy the various rewards I get in merch from these bands. I only wish I had started doing this sooner. Anyway, please keep up the great work and show on your show. And I love your work with Hell's Bed, or I love the work Hell's Headbangers does. Take care and cheers. Well, I thought that was a little more insightful than I must have had a little more correspondence, but it went on to find out that this individual that I'm going to remain nameless. Uh, You're going to remain nameless, or he's going to remain nameless? Well, I'm going to do the act of remaining him nameless. Okay. He, he, he <laughs> shall remain, or she. He shall remain nameless. Uh, yeah. It shall remain nameless of his name. Um, that he was all, he played in bands at a point, and he kind of gave it up to help promote and just get involved in the scene. And that really raised a, uh, a peak of interest in me to note that this is a very good instance of how the scene, quote-unquote, is full of bands and not enough fans. And by which I mean is everyone thinks that Getting involved or just being a part of the scene is being in a band or knowing a band. And somewhat true with knowing a band, although I think some people kind of take it to a lot more extreme than it's like, well, you know, I know such and such and like name drop and like think they're special or something because they don't, I don't give a fucking shit. But a lot of people are just like, you, know, you got to be in a band to like be something or other. And I think that's further from the truth. And I thought it was a very good point to hear this gentleman. There is other ways to be a part of the scene, to be active, to be doing something for the music that you otherwise love. And I thought it was relatively interesting when uh, Rat Skates from Overkill, the former, the first drummer, and I think founding member of Overkill, had said it in his uh, documentary, uh, something about the basement. I forgot what the documentary was called. I have the documentary. It's a good yeah. documentary. Yeah, I didn't like the. I didn't like the. Uh, the anyway, so what did he say? I didn't like the naughty part about the Christ thing and not being in metal. Though I was like, what? But uh, <laughs> but no, he was saying that everyone, whether you're in a band or not, you all had a job to do. You were all involved. So there was the guy that was the big fanboy of the band. And that's all how, how everyone kind of was, was the fanboy. And they were contributing their part toward the scene by doing fanzines, by being a road crew, uh, you know, by making a documentary nowadays. Or, you know, by, or as this gentleman said, by making the Facebook page, helping out. I don't agree with the fact that he said he gave out with his uh, musical a dream trying to play in a band it's like you know we'll just keep at it man like have that faith yeah but maybe he just had enough of it well no because he did he said he didn't he said he wanted to keep it going and he wished he just got better or had early i forgot the correspondence because it wasn't in that message but it was something that was okay. like well dude like keep it going man you know keep that fucking flame you know but it, and, and there's a lot but of i people. thought you said there was too many bands not enough fans yeah. So, but Doesn't I mean, these are this a, no. This is a fine example, though, of someone coming with the realization that they have so, a, a sort of a passion. That's not to say just because you don't keep the flame. I think some people just don't have the flame, and then they they keep it going. This guy obviously has the flame. I mean, if he's living with regret, he's got the freaking flame, yeah. no matter what way you sh- shape or form you slice it. And I think someone like we mentioned in the previous episode, Rob Flynn, doing it for a paycheck. I was about easy, to bring that up. Yeah. Is just that's too many bands because it's just another fucking asshole making a paycheck, making it harder for someone else to thus otherwise show a way more creative 
money-making force because of their creativity as opposed to some asshole doing what a big label executive tells them to do to make them money. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in the Cleveland scene, so to speak, I mean, look at the, the, the HH guys. I mean, there's mm-hmm. only one that really is a musician. The others um, have a fucking record label, and they, they put out the music. Uh, there's guys that show up at shows in Cleveland. Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and he doesn't play, but he's he's huge in this scene, you know, and it's just because he does a radio show, you know, and he, and he gets it out there. You know, uh, Mark from th- Epitigo said it in his, and when I interviewed him, that he's like, I, I was just a guy. I, I just happened to play guitar. I was a fan. I met Steve O. He asked me to play in his band, and I never one point ever thought I was going to play in a band, even though I did play guitar. And now we have a very cult band. Yeah, you know, and he he's like the like the most like humble person about it. He's almost shy to a point, which is really cool because he's just in the music and he retains that status to this day as his band. And like you know, people get like fucking excited excited about it still to this day. And he's just kind of like, yeah, you know, you know, whatever. Well, that was you remember. <laughs> I, I think I was supposed to tell the story at some point anyway. When Sadistic Intent played. Cleveland. Oh well, and I, th- th- this is when I, I, I was having some gut issues, and I wasn't. Fe- I was feeling awful at this show, <laughs> and I went over to the merch table, and so one of my. F- <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. This, this is a like, hilarious this is story. Totally Eddie. He, he, okay, go on. Yeah, so you've never met this guy. I, I've never met this guy. I briefly said hi to um, bass player, singer uh, Bay. Yeah, um, when I bought a T-shirt from him. And that was it. I don't know him. And I, I, you know, I didn't have to like, whatever. So somebody I knew, one of my friends, I don't remember who it was, was standing at the merch table. And I went over and I was like, hey, man, see you later. And the new younger guitar player, I, I, I don't know I, his I, name. I don't know his name either. He was like, oh, man, you know, he starts talking to me because I think he thought I was talking to him maybe or maybe he was just being friendly. So <laughs> I said, he was like, hey, man. Thanks for sticking around late on a Sunday night. I know you probably got to work early and stuff. I was like, no, man, I'm on vacation. I'm, I actually don't have to go to work tomorrow. You don't um, have to drive a truck. Right. I don't have to drive a truck the next day. So I said, uh, <laughs> you know, I said, so yeah, I don't have to get up early. I said, you know, and I, th- I said, well, thanks for playing Cleveland, you know, and, and whatever else. And uh, I said, well, stick around and party a bit. I looked at him. I shook my head. I put my hand on my stomach. I said, you know, dude, I... I've been holding a fart and a shit all night. <laughs> I've got to get home and sit down and let this beast out because otherwise, man, I oof, I just feel awful. Or worse to that effect, and he looks at me, and as nice as can be, he's just like, all right, man, we'll feel better. <laughs> and then I was like... What do you say to that? I know, and then I just looked at him, and I went, I'm sorry. That's like way, way Way too much information. I should. I, I'm just brutally honest. Sometimes he's a metal guy. And anyway, it was it was kind of funny. So that was that was silliness. Uh, nothing really to do with too many bands. And well, you know, back to Mark from Empatigo thing. That is a very good example of too many bands, not enough fans. And by which I mean the fact that he is a humble guy that just play guitar for the hell of it. Got in a band, and when the band was like, they did what they did and was broken up, he hasn't done anything since, and he's just remained a fan and done his fanzine, bought records, and just hung out. See, to me, that sounds like there's there are a lot of fans. Why? Because there's one guy? Well, no, there's a lot of guys, I'm sure, that have that same story. I mean, there's. it would be nice if there was more fans, but then 
do we lose the underground? Well, I guess in a way, though, when I say band two, it is the mentality also applies. And by which I mean that everyone thinks that, well, first, they, they just think that they got to be doing something. I mean, you don't have to really There's be doing shit. Well, there is kind of because if not everyone just can be to go through something. the motions. Right, and I the, the the sometimes the motions are stupid, and by which I mean when I when we had that segment about the uh, the local scene and not coming to shows, bro, and all this and this this stupid drama and stuff. I think it stems from that, and there there's a band the band mentality that like well everyone's got to love us and stuff. I mean, the, the, for a band to really 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 exceed, you got to have some sort of ego. That's why a lot of bands still remain underground and that's why a lot of like metal stuff has become big because those guys would say it out on the road and i mean hell if you hear any rock star of sorts they would tell you that like i you had to remain high because it's a it's a very intimidating field you know and that's kind of why the underground is as great as it is because it, it is made up of great musicians that don't think that way and you know i don't know maybe i'm wrong but uh, i mean that's what i've heard from the, the rock stars so I, to speak I, I don't know if i'm following you but it's so in other words are you saying it's maybe not that there's too many bands but there's too many bands going through the motions because they feel like they have to stay a band correct that and they don't know when to hang it up there's too many people not playing their proper part in the scene by which they're just starting a band playing in a band which they suck and that's not where they would be they would otherwise be good at starting a fanzine being a fanboy being a promoter a guy that puts on but, but, shows but you know what you need to have people one give it a shot because otherwise like this email you got and i don't know the whole correspondence somebody might regret it give it a shot and if it sucks it sucks if it's great it's great if 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 the band had a great time doing it even though they sucked who gives a flying fuck? But they, they gave retain, it a shot. But they're trying to retain a status. The fact that this gentleman... Maybe they never had the status. Well, they're, they're trying to get one, and, they, and they, they know that they suck. They're you know going through the motions, as you said. Well, maybe maybe they're very passionate about it, but they're just, they're just not good. And they're, and they're going to... Maybe if we keep practicing, we'll get there. That's having fire and passion, and that's where this stuff is born out of. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't poo-poo someone for trying. Now, if they're... Going well, we need to make the next popular thing because we want to be a millionaire. Then it's like, all right, well, you're probably getting into it for the wrong reason. And then, yeah, that's there's probably too much of that going on. No, but, but I, I, I guess the, the 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 very big point is through this gentleman's email, the realization is that he is thinking little of himself as a contributor to his scene because he is helping out a band, which is obviously his best calling as opposed to being in a band which they are both as equally important because without him and his efforts the bands that here is but helping. why does he, I, it didn't sound like he thought little of himself for it he sounded like he just said I, I thought i'd be in a band if you're just in the scene and you're paying homage to it and giving it at least some sort of respect who gives a fuck you know and if 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 you're in a band, great. If you're in a shitty band, you know, and I guess I could see where like shitty bands might taint, like like that whole, uh, um, or something not even related to the bands that they could somehow try to the media could play into the scene like that that fight up at uh, the Foundry here in Cleveland, and that's people 
not doing anything good for the scene. That's detrimental. Having a fist fight at a hardcore show, even though it's not really metal, but it's, you know, there's a connection. And like that's that's douchey. That's well, and not enough fans. Too, too many bands, not enough fans, is also a, a a mentality of of sorts because there's a lot of people that they might be like just you know. Sp- whenever I, I have enough money to buy an album, metal fans to you know they got like five CDs that they'll cruise around their car as they go to their fast food job, and you know th- they're really not that big of a fan of metal. But then they'll get in a band, and like that's their that is their most involvement that they'll have in that uh, the in this scene, quote unquote, or in metal, and like they'll 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 really walk a, a fine walk, like there there's something great, and it's just like, but you haven't really even paid the dues, you 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 haven't even learned what metal is, you don't even know what you, what your craft is, you're you're just in a band that other than that you aren't shit, you're not a fan. You're just a guy in a band. But maybe he's only got five or six CDs because he works at fucking McDonald's. Yeah. And he spends the rest of his money buying gear to play in a band. Delete that part of it. But there are people, though. And, and yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on people that are less fortunate. But And I'm not saying McDonald's is a bad job. Actually, <laughs> not, that fucking he could be company, a manager, motherfucker. He could be a general Well, that manager. fucking company I'm thinking, is awful. I'm thinking, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, if you're keeping McDonald's alive, fuck you. But I'm just saying, if you a lot of there's a lot of guys, dude. There's a fucking ton of them, and you know this that they're hardly listening to shit. They join a band because they play an instrument, and that is the most metal involvement that they have. And that is a a, a, a definite situation of too many bands, not enough fans. Because those guys, they're not metal fans. They're not. They're just in the band to do whatever to to get free drinks to 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 go around and whatever i I guess i can picture some guys i know like that in this area maybe but i I don't know them well enough and uh i i I guess i see where you're coming from if there was people i knew like that i'd be like oh yeah what a dude i think there's a lot of people like that i've I've met a lot of there's a couple that come to mind i think it only taints it if you're in the know so to speak and if you let it because like honestly i don't give a shit when it comes down to it i mean i mean it's like Oh, that guy's a douchebag, and he's only and it's like, all right, well, yeah, his band didn't do anything for me anyway, so I'm not buying their CDs. And it's like, well, okay, maybe that's too many bands because there's people focusing on that band. But if if that band does something for those people, well, good for them. Yeah, but there's yeah. a lot of the guys, and as, as we talked about the whole show going thing, like they'll, their their band will play, and then since such and such didn't come to their show, then they'll have that band mentality to be like, well, oh, I don't like, and then the, you know, then smack talk or whatever, or well, I don't like his band now because he didn't come see my band because he had to work the next day, and I played at one a.m. and I didn't understand that that he didn't want to come to work because of that, and that and that to me is a fucking too many bands, not enough fans mentality because well, you're not a fucking fan then because you. You don't understand who the fuck gives a shit, and you're not just a fan of metal. And that that that's just a dude in the scene going about his everyday life. He had to go to work in the next morning, and you played a shitty show on a Sunday at at one a.m. Yeah, homeboy had to get up early. You know, uh, I, and there's a lot of fucking people with that stupid ass mentality. Yeah, and I guess it doesn't bother me because I I I don't give a fuck if so, if somebody's got that mentality and they were to give you know. You're you didn't come to my show because well because I was fucking working motherfucker I was out I was out of town and I'd be like all right well I you're a douche if you don't understand that then yeah but you would like to be less people thinking that way right 
yeah, it'd be certainly nice if there's less people, but honestly, I just don't. I don't get if, if somebody's <laughs> dumb enough to to have that mentality, then what what they think isn't worth my fucking stress to to even think about it. Do you know what I mean? It's like ah, fuck them. It's and I think that's part of the, the attitude with metal. But then I, I see what you're saying now. It's becoming more clear. There are those people that are like, uh, well. Yeah, their ego gets involved. They get bruised. If even if you don't like, like if somebody told me the last, you know, two CM seven inches that I was on, if somebody told me I don't like the guitar solos, I don't like this, I don't like that, I'd be like, well, hey, thanks. That, that's that's what we did. I like it. If you don't, hey, cool. Yeah, well, that'll be a fan, and you know, and it'd be like awesome. I'm I'm glad somebody doesn't like it because that means they're I'm, a fan. I, I, I'm they're doing honest. what I'm supposed to do, you exactly. know, because I don't want everybody to like everything. You know, it's like, it's like you and I here having this conversation. We're not going to always, I'm not going to always, we'd have, we'd have a conversation. Yeah. I and, agree, Eddie. <laughs> see, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I, and that, that's also the beauty of it is as you talk things out, Agreed. you kind of, right. See the, take it from a different perspective why you, know, you tell you me know, i already agree i know i'm thinking know. the exact same thing so everyone listening eggs. agrees so why would we even talk about this i don't know let's just <laughs> no i exactly it's a very good point that you brought up but you agree so i already knew that so why the fuck would i say it yes <laughs> two classics two releases centurion of purest fire Pressed on colored vinyl, the first 111 numbered copies pressed on picture disc in a fire-scorched jacket with burnt Bible pages. Then, Centurion, Coronzonic Chaos Gods, pressed on colored vinyl, the first 111 hand-numbered copies on picture disc in a blood-splattered jacket. Both albums available on CD. And don't forget to celebrate Independence Day with an Of Purest Fire or Chrononzonic Chaos Gods t-shirt. Get them both to unnerve another family function. Have the sweatshirt to blaspheme Christmas. Available now on Hell's Headbangers.
remember Patchmaster General from an episode that I don't remember of the number of. Do you well, obviously we remember the episode, but not. Yeah, yeah the, the, he was the, on an episode yeah, with so. uh, Don, right? Yes, yes, yes. Don of the Dead. It was ah, called. We were yes, discussing uh, Sodom. Yes, Quartet of Nerds Nerds. and all that stuff. That's what it was called, Quartet of Nerds. Chris Barnes commercials. Yes, (laughs) that too. And Christmas albums. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we were talking about, well, I was bitching about a few things, but uh, in particular, one episode, I had said how, you know, there's always that guy or people in your scene that are always like well he doesn't fucking come to shows and and then they just like well i'm not going to his show if they happen to be in a band or they don't support something that's just like this roundabout just way of being a bitch more or less and it's just kind of like it's fucking stupid and one of the other things that is like a, a reason that can be a very big detriment that other people just don't fucking see and it's just like how don't you see that is shitty venues and there's one place particular around here i'm gonna keep it nameless because i don't want to you know rip on it because i know that i got a stink face last time i said i wasn't going there but it's (laughs) you probably know what i'm talking about maybe you don't but needless to say it doesn't matter and there's always shitty venues though have you not noticed that i mean oh i I noticed it all over all over the country the the thing is though is like when is there a, a quote unquote underground metal show not at a shitty venue though well i mean like let's just midnight plays the agora that's not a that's no and that's that's what i like the way the agora runs itself yeah exactly that's not a shitty venue but it's a very good way to come back and uh and let's I maybe mean, define the shittiness that one has That's what I'm curious. If you mean playing or just the venue itself sucks well, ass? The venue itself sucks ass. Because you can't I, take a shit there. Well, I never really had that problem. Uh, I, I My body is very well equipped to, to recognize that if I'm in a public facility, that it does not use the bathroom otherwise to take a piss. It's just it, I just know that. And that, and that's good. I'm very thankful because, man, if I had to use some of these bathrooms at these places, yeah, fellas, I don't even like peeing in some of them. Yeah, 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 fellas, yeah, I, yeah that, uh, that would be scary. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I, I always kick the flusher. <coughs> and honestly, I think that's why it's fucking disgusting in the first place. It's coming. Someone's probably like, "Fuck, I gotta shit at this place." I'm not. I'm hovering over that motherfucker, and then just shits all over the place. But why don't they have a cleaning crew? You know, shit like that. No pun intended. But. Start times happens to be one of them. Not everyone lives the punk style ad- uh, life. Am I not right? Right. Yeah, yeah. The punk rock o'clock has got to stop at, <laughs> at, at the shows because, yeah, you know, a five man bill and you're starting at 10 p.m. on a fucking Tuesday. Yeah. Fuck. You that. kidding me? I- yeah. I'm getting home at two thirty, three o'clock. It's yeah. Like in the morning. I, 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 well, uh, no, no good. I, I, I told my my telling one of the sadistic guys on accident that I had to go home and take a shit i couldn't stay and hang out and party because i was on vacation was and, but i mean that was a sunday night i believe and that show didn't finish to well out very close to two i believe yeah yeah and um patch master knows the gentleman that put that on <laughs> i think we all do well uh yeah well i don't the best know best of all <laughs> that's what they wanted to do and i don't know i think that kind of hurt I think I knew a lot of people. I know. Well, I wouldn't say a lot. I know some people that didn't go because it was they knew it was going to be too late. You know. I mean, but, yeah. What was I mean? How many bands were on that? Five. Five. Yeah, exactly. Five and five at a total. late starting show on a Sunday, and it wasn't like, supposed to start fast. late. I didn't think, but it just happened to start late. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, you got uh, people bitching. Started about a half hour later than I thought it was going to start. 
And yeah. I was just thinking, God damn, what are you waiting on? We got some people with egos or, or just bitching like, well, we're going to wait and wait for more people to come or something. It's like they, they, they don't care. I'm just Let's just face it. You're the opener. That's what happens. You know, some people just got to face the music. Yeah, there's there's shit. Like that's why I like the Agora. If if there's three people in there at the seven face. o'clock, that's when that, it starts. That that's that's that band's fault for not getting a crowd there for them to watch. I, and, 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 and I believe the old Peabodies was like that too. Yeah, yeah, Peabodies was like that. Yeah, I, which I guess is now the Agora. Yeah, the Agora. Oh, really? the, Agora the Agora is is nicer. That's where those yeah. guys operate out of now. Yeah, that's actually yeah, they tore nice down Peabody temporarily so. or no? no they I, I think Peabody. I think they're there for quite a while. Yeah, so. the Peabodies was sold. That area was sold to Cleveland State University, and I think they're leveling it and putting a new building. They already, yeah, are, they already uh, tore it down. Oh, have they? Okay. Yeah, These they are constant venues in the area that we're Cleveland, speaking of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, I mean, they're and and some of them are made famous. Agora, particularly uh, Overkill. Did they have one uh, Wrecking Your Neck Live? Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the Agora oh, had a bad rep, and they weren't getting a lot of shows, you know? And yeah. for Chris Z to move in there, that's that's really cool, you know? And, yeah. And it kind of revitalized that place a bit. And It's cool because like, they've got two rooms as well, and they can utilize them if there's a yeah, big exactly. multi-band show. Plus, that building's or, got history. Yeah, like, like Behemoth, yeah, oh, yeah, cool. you know, that Behemoth tour, that was... I couldn't believe all the people in there. That theater's huge. That's the first time I've I've been in that theater. It, and it's funny what time I I went to go see Inquisition and what time did they start? Six forty five and yeah, or whatever time yeah, it was. Right and it was time. right on. I mean, within a couple minutes. And uh, I was there with a friend who was on the list plus one, and we were waiting, and they got all left up. So <laughs> most of Inquisition, we were outside listening to them having a conversation about it. But <laughs> but shitty venues. So Yeah, so, I mean, other than the start time, what else defines a shitty venue? I mean, obviously, shit on the shitter does. Uh, uh, I, I just, I don't shitty know. Shitty drinks. Bad selection. sound system. That's Oh, worse. hell yeah. Understaffed bar. Yeah. That, For yeah. me, anyway. I guess if you don't drink, it's not a problem, but. No, but it, it, if, it just if, goes if you're waiting 15 minutes to get a drink, that's that's goddamn. I bad. think multiple rooms. Yeah, multiple rooms is no good. You think so? Yes, because now that's class. What do they do? Multiple rooms, okay? And it was actually multiple businesses. They had like what a doorway separating the two. Like you, you think a city lot of a business, you know, like a. What was it? It was a bar, like a gay bar beforehand, because there's like yeah, cock paintings on the wall where the bands play. Yeah. And then you got to walk <laughs> to where the other you know, long establishment would have been. And, no they, pun and, they, and they use the basement for shows well, now. That, that's, but that's Club Atlantis. You walk into the, into the main door, and what you have to do to, to describe it better, it's, it's a long, narrow yeah. building with a bar on the left that's long and narrow. Well, to get to the, to the main room for the shows, you have to walk halfway down through people, take a right, and go through a small doorway where there could be... There's a door. Yeah, where there's... A sound-blocking door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's where it's like, well, that sucks because you know what? The opening band, they're not going to be the band that everyone knows. So whoever happens just to be there for the fuck of it, whether they like the bar, they want to be just drinking there that night, or they're there for other bands, now they can section themselves off to where... Who knows? I've, I think we've all but, seen bands. We just happened to be there, and because we were there waiting for the band that we wanted to see to play, we heard a band that were like, oh, wow, that was actually pretty good. But now we got a door, uh, a fucking sound-blocking door. We'll never know. But, but I, I think that's the difference between like guys like you and I. We would go in there into that room to hear it. 
I'm not saying that I'm not going to go in there. I'm going to say that other jackasses that are regular aren't going to go but in they, there. But they, they might fit into that I mean, category it, you had earlier, that they, they're not going to like it whether it's all open or not. But they would never have that chance of having their bus. Their, if that was D. Snyder up there, he would have been like, yeah, you sitting at the fucking bar, get over here and do something. They would never have that lead man like trying to make it or that, that good front man that just, yeah, yeah. hey, get fucking look at me, motherfucker. And then like, you know, stop being a loser. Put down that and you know, what are you hanging out of? You know, whatever. It just there's there's not that chance anymore. I think that's shitty. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just me. God damn, it sticks in here. Holy shit! <laughs> Pardon the pun. Uh, yeah, I farted. Somebody had some broccoli. <laughs> Apparently, no wheat though. <laughs> oh, inside. I mean, does that you don't? Well, well or, you know. I, I, if you're looking for that arena rock feel, I guess. But, no, I mean, for, but if you're looking for the punk rock bar, I, I think I think I think what that works for them because they have their little their little clique that goes there every night to drink, you know, the one dollar PBRs and the you know the, the black label or black whatever. Label the and, thing uh, of it is, though, it seems like a double standard yeah. to me. Why do you even like that bar I mean, to hang out? I mean, at? You're, you're, we're, we're talking about a place that serves fucking Mad Dog. Yeah, twenty twenty. Right. You know? I would, but I would just think with logical sense that one that would hang out at a concert venue to drink at their bar would be like, well, why do you drink there? Why wouldn't you just go to the bar that plays douchebag music? Well, because I like they the don't want to hear yeah. that. It's, it's, it's that, the majority of that place is is a punk rock crowd. They, right. they have the same amount of and, and they're you know they they got the you know the two dollar uh, was it wild Irish. So Rose. they're just going for the drinks. In other words, <laughs> they're, they're going so, for yeah. the drinks because that's where their friends go. And if, if there and happens, if there to, be happens a good to be a punk band, band they like, then they might come. See, and yeah, they, or they might pay the five like Necrophil playing. Yeah, or and those are the same fucking idiots that will give you shit for not going to a gig. I don't know if the people there. Some of those idiots would be the same people that would do that. But what, what, what does it matter? You weren't paying attention. But, but he, the other thing is, is what does it matter if if they give you shit about not going to a show? So what? Oh, it doesn't. I'm just saying. I, I just think it's very ironic that people are sitting there. I'm Mister Support the Scene, and it's just like, no, you're not. You're Mister. I'm sitting at the fucking bar, and you happen to be at the show that the other band that you couldn't hear because the fucking soundproofing door was closed, and because you didn't pay because you're a cheap fuck because you're spending on shitty ass Mad Dog all night, and you didn't go watch the fucking <laughs> band. But yet you're giving me. Shit Shit for not going, period, because I was staying at home because I go to fucking work after I did a goddamn Hellcast that was promoting several bands by playing their music for a way larger crowd than yeah, the well, I was at the show. Didn't give there. Yeah, and, and, and you were you were happy to be there. Nah. I'm just saying. I'm I mean, just it's, just, it's, it's just yeah. I, I haven't been there for a show in a while. I, it's been a long time since I've been there. I don't know the, where the other place. Been, there hasn't been really. You, you actually said the name. Good right. metal shows. Did I? In a while. Yeah, you, you called it. Now that's class. Yeah. Hey, Which, wait, out it. I could have edited it out. Oh, well, you could edit it <laughs> now out. Now that's what. Too. Now that's late. But <laughs> yeah, but then there, there's also like so the Foundry. I think is a cool place. One of the drawbacks there is their selection of drinks is yeah but i could see that I, I i'm a beer guy so i don't know i you're not the only, only, only person that's told me that it's, yeah i mean they don't have a like it's like heineken but i mean i'm ex- no you're underly uh, exaggerating but they, they don't have a lot of craft beer right it's and just it, your american beer yeah. yeah and i mean i haven't had a beer in a while heineken and Bex. but but they do have tito's vodka so yeah. yay which is Fantastic! They good burgers. 
Yeah, the guy. That cook, yeah. I, I don't. I can't remember the guy's name who cooks there, but he he does a great job with the burgers there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that, I mean that that that's that's kind of a cool, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like dirty, dingy, cool place. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got stuff that goes on during the week. They, so do, they got like, a few wrestling you know, night machete on fights. And, uh, <laughs> nah, they, that, that, that was totally underlay. That, that was I know. That was blown out of proportion. Oh, oh yeah, well, we had a, we actually had a topic. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> talked extensively. Well, about you don't that. listen to our show. What the get, fuck? get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. <laughs> I'm supporting this scene twelve hours a day. I, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming on the show, so I'm supporting the show. Why you mean? I'm gonna fucking listen to it. Detroit. I got a jock strap. You know what you're talking about? Balls. Shitty venues. This is a shitty studio. What's That's right. It's a shitty bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bedroom fucking with a bunch of dudes sitting in, and you call it a studio. Fuck you. It's like, I mean, and it just smells like it's shitty. Did, did any of you yeah. guys go to sh- uh, remember the place Bella Dubby's? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah it's, it's, now uh, it's Taco Tano's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's Taco Tano's. Actually, I just ate dinner there the other day. It's actually pretty good food. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it was it was like a little tea house, you yeah, know, tea coffee place. They were having shows. It was just like you know, my bedroom is as big as this place. It's yeah, just, it, there, there's what one like maybe three booths and like three tables and then a bar that holds maybe eight people. And then they would play shows there. But you know, then again, too, one of the things is, as a Clevelander, I think we're almost very spoiled to sit there and even bitch about venues. There might be like some dude, like, and actually Denver, per se, because I remember being in Denver, and it's like, yeah, we're playing a gig tonight. It's in a fucking junkyard. Like, literally, it's in a junkyard. There's like, you know, they move apart the body shop by day, and then like, set up drum sets, and there's a show there by night, and you're just like... There's no stage or anything. Like, man, this sucks. Well, and it's it, like, we're, well, why don't why aren't we playing on a stage or anything? It's just like, well, because you can't have an underground show. None of them wanted that. Like, or you just don't. They don't have like the different there, rules. There's like, no metal bar. Yeah, yeah, like, well, there isn't one here either, though. Or yeah, that's another. Well, there, thing. I mean, here you've got. Yeah, you the got Spitfire. You've got the, oh god, I don't want yeah. one. Oh Spitfire! I tell you, I, I tell you what, though, the, the Spitfire has gotten better. It, it has I, I, in the last. But like, they still have the smoking. No, they, they it, don't it, smoke and they don't let the punkers smoke but, but, in there no more. Because that's point, another so, drawback. So they're so you at they least got a hell of a beer selection. At the they, they do. They have a hell of a beer. There, there's the uh, symposium and whatever. they took the chicken wire down, right? The fence. Yeah, yeah okay. they took. <laughs> I thought they. Put it was a wake up. The stage was a lot like wake up. Dad's video. Yeah, I remember uh, the, uh, Lurking Corpses said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there always yeah, be some drunk guy there crawl up and yeah, act, it was, like, act a fool. Or just some sober guy that was performing. But, but, but the cool thing is about about Cleveland, like you're saying, is yeah, some of these venues are, are shitty, so to speak. But it's there's like, always a show. It, it, there's and there's a lot of places to potentially play shows. Now, whether there's always going to be a show, there's even the five o'clock down on on Detroit. It's it's a small place, and and maybe it's not a metal show, but maybe it's it's a rock show. And, yeah. And you know, you you think about how many people listening to this that live in i don't know puerto rico like the, the one guy that wrote about the shows down there those shitty fucking big metal festivals yeah probably going what are you fucking bitching or, or somebody fucking? that lives in west virginia where there's one place to play and it's always you know the local what was that one cover band we saw where the, the kids singing that was awesome iron, iron head. head yes i want them to play something i'm gonna have i don't know i'm not gonna have shit but <laughs> it was it was this a cover band and the singer like he sang he sang like yeah this, real soft and he like wouldn't make eye contact with the crowd there's all these like older ladies like cry- it, it was kind of I creepy. just remember him doing like like 
Guns N' Roses is like, you know where you are? <laughs> yeah, you're in the jungle. <laughs> Just like walking. You're going to do yeah, that. You're, you're going to die. Or it's more like this. <laughs> you're going to die? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was like, he's like, rock, like, like, put your hands in the air. And he like had a water bottle. Oh and, like, and he had like this, this fat black dude and a wife beater. Like, no, no, no. That was he was wearing like a football No, he had this fat, this fat dude drummer with a white beater. And then had like this nerdy short haired dude playing guitar who could mildly well, was play. pretty good, yeah. And then they had this this fat dude wearing like a, a, a an Indian's jersey and a hat. And like a you know, a fucking some <laughs> I don't know, uh, Albert Bell fucking jersey and an Indian hat Al- like rocking the bass. It was like it was just the funniest like lineup you've ever seen and like Yeah and then you like look around and you like see these ladies like these like these w- well past middle age full yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like they're loving it. And it was it's like this is the best concert experience I've ever had. Their skin is so <laughs> just ruined by the sun and tanning and I've I've said I've seen Iron Head twice and I will be there for a third time. I'll tell you if they're playing down the street, which they very likely will be, because that's where I've seen them every time. That's bad, idea. bad. I idea. don't care how the venue is that night. I'm there. That's <laughs> that bad and entertaining. They played during the Cinema Wasteland weekend. I know, and I that's what I saw. Oh, okay. And I wasn't feeling it, and okay. I, I talked him into seeing him again, and I think he enjoyed it. They played Twisted Sister. I did not enjoy it. Yes, you did. You said you did. You well, fucking it was fucking. Hila- it was hilarious. I didn't enjoy it like, oh, I'm entertained. The band is kicking ass. I enjoyed you enjoyed it because, like, yeah, oh, wow. the hell is hilarious. But it gets to that point where you're like, I, I can't take this anymore because I just want to, I'm I'm getting angry and I want to fist fight. Sir, I could no take reason. it all night. It was so fucking funny. Of course you can take it all night, you <laughs> fag. Oh. Being a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's shitty venues. Well, then you had one in particular in Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I, there was this place in Philadelphia where they did the... Uh, a Philadelphia Infest, not the past, this past one, but the one before. What was it called? The I can't even remember what the was venue that, was. It wasn't where Satan played, was it? No, no. This this was like a goddamn jock bro sports oh, bar. No, kind of, oh, dude, a BW three more or less throwing a show, huh? I'm, I'm watching Master play, and they're ki- <laughs> and they're they're fucking killing it. They're kicking ass, and I, and and above Paul Speckman's head is a goddamn TV. <laughs> Showing fucking goddamn college basketball. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not even kidding. He's headbanging and his hair is whipping the fucking TV. And I'm like, holy shit. This well, is right there's some the irony there. You know, they couldn't like, just fucking take that TV down for this, or turn it off. It is a fest. If that's not fuck you, I don't and know. And yeah, and it, it, dude, this is like, they just had the worst fucking ice storm that went through at the time. And. You know, there's only certain spots for merch because the size of the place. And then they got a thing, a patio outside. You're like, oh, you could set up merch outside. It's like fucking four degrees outside. Who the fuck's setting up merch outside? <laughs> Who's buying it? Yeah, you don't be going out there unless they're smoking cigarettes. Well, it's it's like, it, <laughs> and then they're only taking a couple drags and they're getting right the fuck back inside. <laughs> well, that's where Satan played. I wish I could. It, it was a cool place, but it was like huge. If it was in Philly, it wasn't well, cool. Um, it was huge where there was like pool tables and the bar that area was huge there was booths that's and that's where everybody had to set their merch up was in in these booths but then so this place is probably three times the size of the area where the stage is and it's fucking satan so it's fucking satan i never heard of them it it, it's like satan on steroids oh wow so it was it was a great show because i got up really close but i would imagine there was a lot (laughs) of people that were 
way in the back where the pool tables were down a step that, you know, the five foot people of the world that couldn't <laughs> see over the six foot three dudes like me, like way You're up in the front. Midget. And it was like, I mean, it was a great show, but it was like, ah, is this the best place to could have played? But it's like, I, I don't know Philly well enough to know that there was a there, better, there nothing, a better no, place. There isn't. For, for underground shows, I'm not sure. I, I guess there's a place called Kung Fu Necktie. That's, that's they, where it was. That's where it was. Right I've never been there, though. I've never it, been there. It's, it's a very cool place, but the, the stage area is, I mean, it was not big at all for a band the caliber of Satan. Maybe everybody that wanted to see did fit into that room, um, but I, I can't imagine they did. Yeah. It's uh, some of these states, man. They they have different rules, and they're like the underground cannot thrive there. And and Philly, at least from my experience, is one of them, man. I mean, maybe you like that venue, and maybe they got lucky. But like every time I've gone there, man, it's like been a, like a street show or like some warehouse. No one buys dick for merchandise, and no one really just even gives a shit that and, they and, just go to their party and like, hey, it's just a and, band. And the fucking worst venues all. Are these fucking do-it-yourself house fucking show oh, places? That's I, like, I, I will you? not go to any of them. I will not go. I, you know, I What's, like the mentality. You're, 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 that play, you're playing some house. Fuck that shit. I'm, I'm over 21. Yeah. I, I go to a real place. You know uh, that's, how I, I, that's how I feel. Like, yeah, as a per, as that a that was great playing. when I was 15, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, but. As a band trying to play, it's just like, dude, I, I, I can't do this. For, for me, dude, I, I, I need a fucking stage higher than a foot. You know why? Because I can't look at Joe look at Joe Blow looking him <laughs> right in the eye and like headbanging and shit. I feel like well, a jackass. Well, it's honestly. not so much it's not so much that. You just you got a it's an underage rage. You got a bunch of kids acting fools. Yeah. You, they fucking mosh into you and all that shit. You can't punch them in the fucking face, you know. They're like, 15, what I'm yeah. trying to yeah, play you know? too. And it's just like fuck, just get the fuck away from me. I'm yeah. here to watch shit. Well, I've had a dude I, I, I when there used to be a place called the Tower. I, I used to pray that place would burn <laughs> the, the fuck tower. down. I hated that place. I, every t- I went there like twice, and j- every time I get some fucking kid spill beer on me. <laughs> some fucking douchebag on a skateboard, washing on a skateboard. Some <laughs> dumb shit, you know? Dude. Or they, I, or they set 12-pack fucking boxes on fire and American flags and whatever the fuck they're doing, you know? And it's just like, why are, why are you set a fire inside your house, man? Like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah, Dude, they're I, stupid. Yeah. I've totally had this. Like, I've done house shows, and that, and then honestly, like, it, it was like I was looked upon as like the, the guy in the band. Like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? Like, it's underground and stuff. Like, because it's fucking that's, stupid. That's the only place a band like us can play. It's like, buddy, your no, band, your band is. sucks. So that's why you're not playing it, nowhere. As a so band fucking, playing too, I, I, I've you're had, not ready for prime time. You play a fucking house show, and I, 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 I shit you not, not even exaggerate. I fucking had shows where I'm sitting there, I'm fucking playing. I don't know what we're gonna play next. I don't know what song. I, I you know, it's just they, they ran it off. And, oh, okay, cool. So that, you know, you listen the song and i'm sitting there i'm like tuning my bass and like someone's just sitting there talking to me i'm just like hold on shut the fuck up what were we playing like uh, uh, shut the fuck up what are you d- talking to me for like this sucks like give me a goddamn stage like get this, this sucks you know yeah I, I, you know it's worse though than i think even that from from a fan standpoint is is a place see shit 
Is it no? No, I'm talking about shitty venues. Is play oh. the corporate ones like House of Blues? That here place sucks. That sucks too. Fucking I, awful. And then I wish you'd be the good, House of suck. Fucking Flames. I, I wish that bitch would burn down. It sounds yeah. like shit there. And then do you remember? Dude, there's a bunch of assholes that work there. It's uh, oh, oh hey, there's my, one there's one guy that hey, works sir, there. That's cool that th- I know. Thanks for buying nine dollar yeah. beers all night. Right. Now get the fuck out. Yeah, Hurry the fuck up. Scream at shit and they yell. You remember that guy that we were at? Show's over. Show's over. You know, fuck you, man. I've show ain't over. I've been there twice. Beer's half full. Yeah, yeah. 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 Show I've, ain't over yet, motherfucker. I've been there twice. They used to have Metal Monday. I went there, uh, saw Solace, and then the second time was years later for Ghost. Eddie was really excited to have his friends go. I haven't seen him. I like the band, whatever I went. And I didn't, I, I, I wish to say I had a good time. I, I, I kind of sort of did. Um, I, I stood in in the non-stage area like or not the non-dugout area i don't know what the fuck to call it like you go down the stairs <laughs> the orchestra where, pit or, yeah yeah you like you go down the stairs so you're like kind of <laughs> like in front of the stage as much as possible and that's where you went and like okay so whatever i'm i'm hanging off to the side i like to hang off to the side. i'm a low-key guy so after the show you know we're hanging out eddie's standing in the pit area or the, the you know the one stair fucking like one foot down area than me and the guy fucking comes up. He's like, let's go. You, you got to get out of this area. And he's just like, dude, I didn't he fucking hear it. Like, yeah, like, they don't even, told, you they don't even usher me. you out of the fucking Indians games that quick. Yeah, you know, it, and the beer's cheaper at the fucking it, Indians. And games. I turned and looked at him. I said, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Fuck you. That I said, where are we going to fucking go? There's a sea of fucking people. Don't fucking yell at me. I'm an adult. I'm older than you, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, it wasn't like and, you're and, still you're boshing. And, and, and he starts getting tough. You remember when he got tough guy with me? And I looked at him. I said something like, you want to fucking hit me, don't me? I said, fucking knock the fuck out of me because you know what this ha- this is going to be called house of blues and then you're going to get your ass fucking kicked motherfucker <laughs> do it fucking do it i was so pissed at this guy then we're outside yeah then then you wanted to go meet the band we're waiting by their nightliner and then that jackass was standing by it and like for there's like the valet car parking back there okay in the house of blues like back lot yeah and like people were riding the front and like he's like people are just like screaming walking. at people on the street like, yeah it's not crossing the street <laughs> get out of the road and, and so with that I, I went and stood in the road and just stared at him I was, like, I was ready to tell him, like <laughs> dude walk in front of a fucking car you get hit that would be great you know yeah it's, and so i stood there and he didn't say anything and then it was funny because when the when the guys came out because it was it was we, I had seen him just like a month or two earlier in Pittsburgh at a place that was an old church, Mister Small's fucking great venue, an old church. Seeing them, and it was, it was that was the perfect show to see them at. Who did you see? Ghost. Oh, and, and after, after blaspheming in the Lord at a church is great by me. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, <laughs> afterwards we hang out. We ended up meeting the guys. They were really cool. So and a couple things like. wanted to get signed and and, and such by them. Um, and, and this one, there, there was a couple of guys in the band standing there talking to people. And you remember that one fucking asshole was standing and he kept like trying to stick. I was I wasn't there. I was. I <laughs> already split. He was no, no, trying. No, I didn't go to Pittsburgh with. No, you. no. no this, this, this is House of Blues. That oh. same guy was standing next to the band members, trying to like get between the people and the band member. And 
they're out there talking like it's it's honestly the only thing i kind of remember now is that dude yelling at you and then just me wanting to shoot him in the face yeah i, I yeah I, I was i was hoping yeah. that guy was gonna take a swing at me yeah I was like, I, where I the fuck are we gonna go That'd we have nice. nowhere what i'm gonna do step a fucking foot further and like crawl up the guy and ass yeah, right yeah. here he, 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 dude he's some dude douche you know with his yellow shirt so he's yeah, got a yeah, his yellow ego. shirt he likes fucking bush <laughs> and bud light and he's just a jackass he thinks and he cool. likes the band bush not, he, yeah, yeah. He, yeah yeah well, he and probably the, thought the president was good too yeah and, right. and, then, and then he and then you know and, and then he probably listens to the buzzard like we established that shitty radio station Dude, local here just some dad similar is that Wait. still called the buzzard yeah the buzzard man it's the, awesome it, it, similar <laughs> similar fucking place really cool. in pittsburgh fucking uh we're walking out <laughs> it, it's, as to the House of Blues. It's called Stage A.E. Oh, God. That's where we saw Slayer and, uh, yeah. God forbid, lo- Rob Zombie. Well, I didn't stay for that. But wow. I saw I Ghost there as well. There. And as I'm walking out, there's outdoor, a lady right? standing. Well, they, they played on the indoor side. Oh, there's an indoor side. There, okay. So people are still kind of at the merch place. I was talking to some people I'd run into and such. And I had to take a piss. And so I, I go to go to the, the restroom, and there's a lady standing there, a lady with her arms like this, she goes, you can't go in there. I said, I got to go to the bathroom. And she goes, you, you got to go. You got to leave. I said, what if I have a medical deal? I, I, I need to go to the bathroom. I really got to go. Well, you should have thought about that earlier. I said, <laughs> you, can't let, you can't fucking let me in to go to the bathroom. She's, I said, well, all right. Well, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to piss somewhere. And I said, if I get a fucking ticket, I'm going to tell the cop, what's your name? And, you know, I got a little badge number. And she goes, I was really pissed. I was like, you know, I said, you know, you got this fucking corporate places like this i guess you guys fucking suck you that's re- why i don't go there you re- and, and I, yeah, yeah and, anymore it's like fuck so literally i go on to the parking lot across the street and i i had to get between two cars and a chain link fence luckily it had like uh, that construction thing on it and i just like got up and i pissed on it and and then <laughs> you know and then, then there's this other story where there was a fucking uh homeless guy panhandling me and oh, oh, i love I, this Oh, this like Eddie's in like a very like confrontational well, there, pissed there's, off phase, and I love it. There's a lot it's of hilarious. Uh, <laughs> mentally ill homeless people that roam the downtown streets of Cleveland. Well, this uh, is in this Pittsburgh, is in, but yeah, oh, everywhere, oh yeah. Pittsburgh too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, everywhere. It was, dude, it was just it was Pittsburgh so fucked too, up. Player. Anyway. The, the only place I've, I haven't seen a crazy homeless person is Buffalo for some reason. Whoa, because no, one, no one's there. <laughs> they don't survive through the winter. It's just, it's all dark. It's closed down. I don't know how they survive in Cleveland. I remember like the first time I went to a show, I was like 15, finally made it to a show, you know? And uh, I'll stand there psyched out. You know, like that, like the really tall, just fat, like wife beater wearing fat dad that just happens to be there. Like, who the fuck is this? The fat dad. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's probably who this guy was at Chevney, but he didn't yeah, have his kids well, like, there. I'm standing and I'm psyched, and like I just honestly, hand on my shoulder and just like, like push to the side. And if I was witty and like, you know, outspoken the way I am now, I would have probably just turned around, well, what the fuck is your problem, you fat bastard? You're taller than me, and I'm not in your fucking way, and yeah, and I would have done a similar thing, but I'm not, and shitty venues, fellas. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
You know, we preach it all the time on the show because, well, we're an underground show, apparently. But we talk about some mainstream stuff sometimes. But shh, let that come past us, you know. We're just a guys, a couple of guys trying to put on some entertainment. But nonetheless, I think that people hold dear the underground aspect, failing to perhaps see if there really is a problem with something being underground or mainstream or not. Is there really that big of a deal? And, well, I don't know. I should go around the room. Eddie, do you think there's that big of a deal? No, I think it's it's an attitude. I, th- I think we've kind of touched on it because take a band like Iron Maiden. They're mainstream. We talked about it the last episode. Yeah, their last two records have sounded kind of like Billy Joel drink, drinking songs. But <laughs> I, I don't see Steve Harris being pushed around by anybody to write a song a certain way because it's going to make them more money. I think those guys have an underground... This is how we're going to do it sort of way. They might bring in a different producer like when they brought in that that new guy in Dance of Death and get it breathes a breath of fresh air. I mean, look at some of the bands in the underground that might be trying to make it big, but not to make it big for the sake of making it big. They, they want to put their music out like the Lurking Corpses. We, how many times have we said, God, it would be great if that band was... was <laughs> huge and larger they should be mm-hmm. but then is that going to bring them out of the underground possibly are they still going to have that underground attitude since we know the guys yeah of course they are they're what do you think Patchmaster? <laughs> i don't know it's just like you know I, I, like there's there's some stuff you, you know like sabbath you always like that you know yeah you know maybe you may not like the new records whatever but you still dig everything else about it and it's really not has they haven't been underground for 40 years <laughs> yeah i think though i think some of the stuff that people embrace on an underground aspect though is that there's not pressures you know I, I mean like lamb of god you know there's some people that like the early stuff before you know they got really wasn't huge, it like kill the know? priest or something yeah you know and then there's some people that just you know, once it's on Epic, they don't, just don't like it at all, you know? And I think there's a shitty reason just because it made it to a, a, a status to not like it. I mean, like you, uh, you know, well, Eddie likes to bring up Iron Maiden, but it's a good example because that's a band that you kind of look at it as like, are you hearing them on the radio all the time? Like, hey, you know. Never hear them on the fucking on, radio. On the buzzard, yeah. You know, Motorhead, that was Motorhead either. Here's, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, and they've maintained a great status. And is it is it the attitude? Is it is underground really a status or is it an attitude? You know, I, 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 I almost it's, eventually th- There's probably both. more of a status, but the attitude probably isn't so much underground it's just being metal and being true to form mm-hmm. and is that why some people are in the underground um i mean there's probably people that we can't be popular so let's let's do something that we know only 20 people are gonna like you know what i mean there, yeah, there could be the let's opposite only, let's only make 50 cassettes yeah know? well it seems a lot of people try to do that though and yeah, it, to they, me, they try to, to me, alienate themselves to me that that that's it's counterproductive. It, it, it's 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 poser yeah. in a sense because it, if you're not truly that, then to me it's that's what a poser would be like someone that's trying to be something that they're not is a poser. So if you're like, well, we got to put out fifty cassettes. Well, well, there's probably a lot more people that want fifty cassettes. No, 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 it's got to be that. Uh, you know, it's just like, well, well, why would you limit to that if there's a demand for your band? Like, why, why would you embrace the fact that someone likes your band? Like, who gives a shit if? If you were being true to yourself, then I think that uh, it, the the integrity will remain. Yeah, there'll be a bunch of people that perhaps 
you personally wouldn't like and wouldn't want at your show. But but if you're really trying to be as a band, would you really care that if, if people are embracing your band, like, whether they are in or good example not? would be like Dark Throne. Mm-hmm. If they started doing shows, they would be they would be fucking pretty big. I think really, I think a lot of people would go see them. They would, but I think that's what keeps them kind of cult and underground is just because they don't play shows and they just do some releases. And I never knew that Dark Throne doesn't play shows. <laughs> yeah, they, they haven't played since what ninety one. Oh wow, Something like that, I, that that I know of. Hmm. I I, I I have I've never known noticed that. But it, but it seems like too though that, that there are people though that they they will shit on a band that they would otherwise like because they're getting more popular. They get they're they get out of the underground. So it's like uh, Toxic Holocaust comes to mind. Yeah, like comes sign. They still are fucking great. And right. no one gets Joel but, but, is still but, fucking great. But people seem to abandon that. Like it's just like, why? Yeah, because they're on what relapse now. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It's and honestly, there's that first split second where you kind of like you have that association with the other relapse bands, and then you hear it, and you're like, ah, who gives a fuck what label they're on? Now there are examples where bands have gone and gotten signed by say Epic, and then put a ballad on their second record. But that didn't happen with Toxicology. No, it didn't happen with Toxicology, but there's a certain band I'm referring to that if you think really hard, you'll figure that one out. Um, I think I already pay- figured it out. Uh, so, well, it's because we were talking how we bring them up a lot, but it's because... Wasn't there two ballads, actually? What's that? Wasn't there two ballads, per se, on that said record? Uh, I just remember one. Mm. You talking about Testament? No. no. <laughs> well, Testament, yeah, they, they were another. Good, yeah. And in fact, Chuck Billy admitted it. He said, you know, we wrote that, what was it, Practice What You Preach, and they had a ballad song on there. I can't remember what it was called. And, the Ballad. I mean, yeah, it was called The Ballad. The right. Ballad, yeah. And, and he was like, yeah, man, the, the record label was pushing it. We wanted to do a video for something else, but the record label came and said, ballads are popular now. We, we got to get some airplay, so you're going to make a video for this. And they, that was an awful video. It was so like... You could tell they're half-assed it. Oh, they were. They were like, what the fuck? They were out of their element. Yeah, yeah. And it was just... It wasn't cool. It was, what it was, dis- was this? I, the, the, the ballad. Really oh, that's what it's called. Yeah, the yeah, song's called testament. the ballad. Really? I'm not a that's testament yeah, fan. Terrible. So I don't really know. I, I was a fan. I liked the legacy... And the new the new order was I thought was a pretty cool record too. I, I, I didn't like that record. I saw that tour though. Now, I saw, that was a great tour. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, saw Alice in Hell. Yeah, oh, Alice yeah. in Hell. I yeah, saw that oh, I think Jeff. I saw that tour a couple times because I saw them. I think with Annihilator and with uh, somebody else. I can't remember. You who know it was. the funniest thing about Annihilator is that Jeff Waters was their best vocalist <laughs> on their demos. Like, I don't know. They always got really bad singers. That, Corbin Farr went bad on uh, Never Neverland. Mm, yeah, yeah. Dude, honestly, I liked uh, some of their later stuff. I liked Carnival Diablo. Yeah, Would you actually—you talked me into getting that record. Jeff, 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 Jeff Waters, an incredible player. Oh, fantastic player! Yeah. He played everything on the demo. Yeah, it's good stuff. I, I, I thought, but I liked—I don't know—I I just thought that, <sighs> that what he, the vocal style he did on the. De- so that's a good fit for them. Like I'm like, oh, listen, hell. I'm like when he's doing the monster voice. He was asked to join like, Megadeth. I could see that happening. Yeah, Turned I did. Him down. But the, but uh, as as far as, so like underground bands <laughs> and attitude or not, like look at Candlemass. I mean, would you I'm consider them an underground? I, I I just saw Candlemass and. Maryland, uh, yeah, the whole crowd was going apeshit. They, really, they were really good. They, you would have thought they were huge or something, you know. But, but, but I mean, in but, a way, they but, they are. They could. I don't think they they could sustain a tour, a U.S. tour, and, and bring you know 
four or five hundred people every night though. Who, who's singing for them now because uh you know I'm, I'm not sure he, he was really good though. was he yeah yeah i i wish i'd gone with i turned with... i turned my head over and looked i was like oh my gosh camel mass is really fucking good yeah i i screwed up my bid well, forgot I, think to bid one... that week. I bid the wrong weekend off because there was a couple other shows in cleveland well, i think but... one of the biggest issues and a lot of people would probably agree though like it'd be an underground act though is the fact that you know once there's money involved so let's say that the difference between not making money and making money is what makes you underground and not underground is that uh, there's more anticipation there's more just push from and, and it could be false push like this is the greatest album of all time you know pushed and, by who by the band by the label yeah and, and maybe by the band because they have to because the label is going to drop them and well they're, they're this high and then they're not going to sink back down to sleeping in dudes houses on shitty floors you know and they want to stay in hotels but you know and i, and I think that a lot of that does kind of take away from a lot i mean if you listen to a lot of shit that their first record's great and then you listen, then you go on, and then the, then that sucks, you know. And, and that could be anticipation or just, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I remember as a kid in the eighties. I, I I'm trying to think of something specific, but I know there was times where on Headbangers Ball or whatever, uh, you'd be watching MTV, and they'd be like, "New album from Judas Priest," and it was like. Uh, ram it down or something, and you're Ugh. like, uh, and and, it, and you're just, you, and so you're so excited, and then you hear it, and you're like. Oh man, this is, and but then like say when Painkiller came out, if there was fanfare, I don't remember it, and then you you listen to it, and you're like, fuck, this is fucking awesome. So I think like when there's not so much fanfare with the record, there, there's yeah, like, I mean, Pr- Priest kind of went on a decline. They let they let a lot of people down with Turbo, and then Ram it down. Woo, terrible records. Yeah. And, and then, uh, well, then you have some bands that'll just keep riding that shitty card, but then, or or some that actually give a shit about the integrity of their music and snap out of it. But I, and a lot of it though too. Uh, it, but I, I think if you look at the at the time when when that painkiller came out, though, that was when speed metal was, you know, major labels were picking it up, and some, you know, earache was making a, you yeah. know making its move in peaceville back then so a lot of the bands try to get heavy again you know yeah yeah which the, the hairspray and spandex was going out the door at that moment you know <laughs> yeah and it was either go plus priest had a new drummer you know yeah scott travis yeah, yeah that guy's fucking good so he yeah he, he never molested children yeah uh, yeah he's one of the few drummers that... <laughs> <laughs> oh my heavens but it, it, i i don't know and Wrong i think show, that, chuck i think a lot of it though too is uh whether it is a shitty record, you're always going to have some label that can afford to advertise. Like it's the greatest record of all time, and then you're like, "Well, how do well, you I mean, they're, they're not going to tell you it's the shittiest." Exactly. So that's why I think there's that. that. That's where like, back then you also got to remember you you just you had to roll the dice when you went to the record store. You know? Oh, dude, totally. So, yeah. And well, with two thoughts in mind, yeah. Well, one being the underground, it doesn't have advertisement, so it's word of mouth. So it's your buddy saying, "Well, hey, here's hypnosia. You're going to like it." Not fucking, it's the greatest record of all time. Ram it down is the best thing since British Steel. Then you put it in, you're like, this sucks. Fucking Johnny B. Good cover. Uh, yeah, on what there? the fuck is fuck this? Terrible. And it's, you got Eddie coming over, hey, Hypnosia, man, what do you think of him? And you put it in your player, like, it was free, and he's not trying, you know, he's not trying to sell me something. He burned it for me, I'm playing, or gave me a tape of it, whatever era you're talking about. It's like, oh, that was fucking good. Where can I get it? And you buy it, and, you know, it's word of mouth. You know, thriving the underground is advertisement. It's not some fucking jackass labor trying to sell you something. It's a fucking scam, more. Or less 
Yeah, and uh, in a way, it's even like with shows. Like I, I don't about the only TV I watch is like Comedy Central, and you know, late at night. You like that gotta, South Park? I do. Late at night, um, some of the TV commercials you see, you're just like, God, I'm a fucking loser because they're like, don't have a date, too late to go out and get laid. We'll call this number, and I'm like sitting there going, what's the number? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I, I remember, I'm pretty existed. sure it was on Comedy Central where when I did Ozzy just recently play here, um, or maybe maybe it was a few years ago. I thought I, he I, I, I want to say that. it was Ozzy. Maybe it was I, I don't fucking know, but it was something like where they who's Ozzy? What Ozfest? Oh God, I, I that still goes on. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, I don't know what it was. I, th- I thought, but it was it was somebody where they were on TV going the new Ozfest. Yeah, it's coming and, and check them out at Gondarina, and and it's just like, oh, yay! Why do they have to advertise for Ozzy or whoever it was? And I, I know, like, like recently, didn't like. Some of the hair bands do like a, a tour together, like Motley Crue. And Yay! I mean, some maybe that's well, what I was saying. Yeah, Motley Crue's coming. Yeah, maybe, it's and I, may, I think I've seen. No, that's what it is. Kiss is coming with Def Leppard. Oh darn! What has nine arms and suck shit? <laughs> Def Leppard. No, Motley Crue. I think is just doing a huge set. It's the last Motley Crue tour, and they just suck. That's that's a shame. <laughs> but oh, yeah, oh my! S- similar really thing, bummed. you know, where it's like. Come, you know, and then that's that's when you get the people that are not metal fans going, "Oh, dude, Ozzy's coming, let's go see it." And then it's general admission, and then you accidentally go stand in front of the football player type, and instead of him going, "Hey, buddy, um, you're blocking my girlfriend's view." Oh, sorry, and you know, and that's that's how how it would go down. They give you a shove. What? And, yeah, and it's like the because it's like the non-experienced guy. He just doesn't right, know the, right. the, the the rules of the road because he doesn't go to anything. Because he's Ozzy's seen not one through mosh pit day. on MTV. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Like I want to go. Like that looks like fun, honey. You want to go? Like, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Like, fuck you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going with you. There are good things to uh, sometimes some stuff that other it gets otherwise bigger, and I, I don't think it's always a good t- idea to shit on it. I think the music oh, should not. speak for itself. Yeah. It shouldn't always be the size of it because. You know, I think the underground. I keep telling my dates that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I think the underground speaks for itself to be like, you know, it's about the quality of the music, and and if that did the talking for this band you never heard of that you gave the time of the day, then why would something that is otherwise pushed? Not get the time of the day that could potentially be good too because what it's pushed that makes just it's just shitty all of a sudden. Well, and that's like that midnight. And again, I don't want to speak for anybody, but I'm pretty sure Athnar does not want a lot of fanfare before the he says I kind of just want it to come out. Oh, yeah. because you know, as big as they're getting, there's gonna be a big. They're huge. It's you know, it's a lot of anticipation, and and I see what he's saying that I'm excited as hell for it. I get where he's coming from that he told me that he didn't really want a lot of fanfare beforehand because then there's potential for disappointment, you know? And it's like, well, why isn't it out yet? That's, that's one. And cause you know, I keep going, Hey, when's the record coming out? And he's probably tired of hearing me ask him that, but it's like, you know, there, there is something cool and refreshing to like when that new Satan came out, I happened to be on, I don't know, somewhere on the internet, and I saw Satan Life Sentence. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to order that. So I ordered it, and it was coming from, from Europe. For God, I ordered it. So I was at the local record store here in my mind's eye, and I go in, and I'm like, oh, fucking Life Sentence, and I buy it. I think Charles owes us advertisement money. I think so. <laughs> and then I, I went home and listened to it, totally unaware, and 
Oh yeah, wait, I already ordered this. No, I didn't even give a shit. I, I think I gave you a copy or Zach or somebody, but Oh uh, yeah, you gave me a copy and then you took it back because you fucked up your slipcase. Well, that's all right. We cheated the slipcase. <laughs> but um anyhow, it was it was like such a nice surprise. It was like fuck, I didn't even know this was coming out and I listened to it. And I don't know how you Chuck feel about the new Satan. I love it. I think that's a fucking great record. And it was just a nice oh. Here it is fuck and it, you know there was no like coming up in two months satan and you know and then you're sitting there for two months and you're like fuck, yeah there fuck. wasn't like some commercial or some shit like yeah most highly anticipated album of yeah the year. Like, you no, know it's not who's anticipating this just shit? like 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 what's that magazine revolver and most of the ads oh, I, God. most of the ads in there are for clothing and such i was just like oh there's i don't really how to dress like a douchebag there's more clothing in here than record ads yeah the new I, trivium is great <laughs> Children at bottom. Children at bottom. He hadn't heard Children at bottom until today. I said, oh, really? Until today? Yeah, I, it was... I mean... I like the first three records. I, what are the first three records? Hammer Heart? Hammer Heart's Hammer, the second. Or Hate Children Heart? Children Bo- Hammer Heart? Really? Isn't that a... That's a bathroom record. No, no. It's, there's... Hold on. Hate Work. Hate, hate, hate Work? It's the second. That's the green. Okay. All right, guys. Um. I don't remember. Go in the metal archives called. here. Children of Bodom. First full length was something wild. Something wild. There you go. Hate Breeder. Oh. Then Hate they did a live Breeder. album. And then Follow the Reaper. Follow the Reaper. You like that album? The bl- that's the bluish one, yes. Yeah. But that's that's my cutoff. And they got really Yeah, that's bluish. It got really lame. It, like they lost some of the blasting, you know? Yeah. Actually that's a cool cover, that that Reaper guy is pretty sweet looking. Um, that's just a dude in the corner. And then after that, it's Hate Crew, Death Roll, which that sounds like crap. It was not very good. Hate Crew, Death Roll, yo. That's how, that's what that sounds like to me. <laughs> I think that's kind of how it sounded. Yeah, because I, I saw them on their tour. They opened for Iced Earth. Mm. Iced Earth and Evergrey. Hyrax. You consider them underground or not? Yeah. Yeah, I would consider I, them I underground. Do. I, I think that... They're... Except down in South America and Mexico, I guess they're fucking huge. Well, down... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think... I mean... I think mainstream, honestly, mainstream in a lot of ways is a, a North American thing, um, and by which I mean like it, 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 it's just not the same in other places. Yeah, because what we were talking about earlier, you know, even European pop music seems to have more character. At least the stuff I've heard, there's just more uh, authenticity and yeah. integrity. I, I don't know, integrity is a good word. This whole fucking show, but I don't know, American shit. It's just. They shove shit down your throat. And I'm not saying they don't do that anywhere else, but I mean, look at and maybe it's because we're here seeing it first. Well, look at Europeans might say the same thing. Yeah, we have two thousand channels on our. Yeah, 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 true. But look at what Europeans like. I mean, like German Germans have cranked out a lot of power. Hey, quit being a bigot. Yeah, right. But uh, German (laughs) Germany is has a lot of power metal and stuff, and. Well, why is that big? Is it big because they love metal so much any more than we do, or is it big because that's what's kind of hyped, you know? And like metal is just bigger and more popular, so that's what their mainstream is, as opposed to I don't know, fucking stained. I, I wonder if you know? if it has to do with a band like Halloween in the eighties, and you know, Germany is a lot smaller country. Every country in Europe is a lot smaller country, so you wonder if there's more Not Russia. Okay, westernized <laughs> c- countries because Russia's not. But I wonder if there's a little bit more country pride over there that's not so 
Maybe. These colors don't run. It's actual... I mean... I don't think they're that douchey about it. These right. colors don't run. Yeah, and it's like, what does that mean to God you? God bless it Germany. Means, you know, it's just... Yeah, and that, that there's a lot less God over there. Um, but no, I fucking forgot where I was going with that. But... Um, well, it's just not as, uh, like, some I mean, l- pride like, or some l- crap. But look at, look at how many Germans are over there bouncing around on Oktoberfest wearing lederhosen and shit. You're not going to see that over here. You'll see... You might see a little bit of that here. But it's it's like on uh, St. Patty's Day, you know. It's like one day people dress up stupid because it's the cool thing to do. It's not like Lederhosen in Germany, where I get the feeling that that's that's a cultural thing, and it's like a, a gen- yeah. it's not just a, so when be- you see some guy walk down the street with a kilt on, you know, in East Cleveland, you'd be like, "What the hell?" You, you know, yeah. <laughs> I have a true, honestly, like you know how they Especially say East Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they say like. America, so free, man. You're like the soldiers are fighting for your freedom, man. Your freedom, your freedom. Your freedom I, I hate freedom, to say it, they're fighting for. Yeah, them. honestly, like America. I don't know if they're fighting for America, for America is honestly it, it, that's what they want you to it's think. Hype, yeah. In reality, you're 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 free to make money. That's what you're free to do. And, so you and can we buy do, the we shit. We can't express what we want to and shit like that without fear of being thrown in jail but who but, is who, who i mean what what unless you're in the middle east like or it's Russia not or nowadays but then, then then you're honestly some of that shit could be have you ever been to russia you know you don't fucking know if that's just the media feeding it, down it, it, it probably throat. is but it could very well be and i'm not saying you're wrong or right and but i, I mean I look the at the same impression of russia honestly look at shit fuckers album in germany you couldn't do the SF one over there because it looked well, too much like a swastika, so they well, say. Fuck, dude, I've seen more swastikas in public in Germany than I did in America. You know, that that's just the thing of it is. America's all about fucking business. So yeah, at the end of the day, can you say fuck Obama? You could say all this shit. So what if you can say it? Can you do all this stuff? Well, no, you're getting taxed out the ass. You're getting fucked. You got a bunch of douchebags because they don't honestly have time to be themselves. Because they're fucking paying a shit ton of money where you can go to somewhere like Germany, you can go to somewhere like France, so on and so forth, where they have a little bit more time to be themselves because they're not fucking working to live. They're living to work. Or, or living to work is fucking in America. Working to live is in Europe. And it's, I don't know. that. I think that kind of goes in a lot of like, You just notice some shit like that. In the segue to underground music. <laughs> is that in America, I think they we embrace... You're saying that cor- corporations are, are controlling the music more than the musicians. I think we embrace... Artists are controlling the music as maybe a lot of countries in Europe. Yeah. And I yeah. think in America, that's a little more embraced on your stature than in, in Germany where people or in europe where they will look and like how the fuck do you like lacuna coil you like don bringer you're like ceased gore guts and uh blasphemy all in one like how does a guy like that but in america that's no good you know you gotta like you can't you're gonna have to weave out a few of those <laughs> like, it's no good like i don't know it's just they, they just that's just we like heavy music that's just how it goes i could be very wrong i don't know that's just my opinion that's from what i've noticed uh, and that's underground music for you, fellas. Uh, I, I don't know. You got anything else to say? <laughs> <laughs> I know we started talking about taxes and shit. I was like, well, I was I, no, I, mean, I was just talking about the the. the and, but you know, by, it's I brought cast. it up. I mean, yeah, it gets, exactly. Yeah, if, if it segues, it's no more the, than anyone else. The bands that come from the countries with higher tax brackets, tax brackets are more ferocious, more angrier, more brutal, more blasting. That's I've true. Noticed that. That's uh. uh I think South America, Poland, all, you know, all them countries. High tax bracket, more ferocious bands. 
I never noticed that. So what about America? Because they're pissed. <laughs> you think that no in America, as long as as long as these douchebags in America got a little money to buy little gadgets, be preoccupied with their faggot ass cell phones <laughs> and all hey, this bigotry. other shit, inundated with Xboxes and all that. As long as they can get their fucking Madden or their fucking MLB 14 or their they don't Candy get, Crush, they think everything's okay. Uh, yeah. And that's why this shit's being or stolen from Or they watch The Voice they or they watch their well, whatever. How, and it's, how can everything be so bad? I got this. I'm going to get a brand new Xbox. And so and so won on The Voice last well, night. Well, that's the, like, that, oh, but Big Mac's for two for one. Songs. Yeah, the yeah. Big Rib is back. <laughs> Well, and, that, and 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 not to get it to be a political show, but that was kind of some of the stuff that I, that's why I brought it up because, you know, through being there and stuff and seeing, just even how the underground shows are, man. When you play a show in Europe, man, you get free drinks. They hold you up for the night. They give you free food. Like there's a, there's just an appreciation. It doesn't matter how much fucking money you're bringing in, like. Money doesn't almost even matter because it's like it's not a corporate kind of society. It's that they're not being reamed the fuck out of taxes. It's almost like the government's encouraging it because it's like, well, they see that. Well, now Joe Blow is getting out for the for the night, and he's going to be spending money at that establishment. Yes. Stimulating the economy as opposed to you know what bend over fucking America take it up the ass and you know what you owe us money on top of that you're just like well that's not stimulating the economy at all you gave me money and you charged well, and, money and by and the I way I won't be fixing the potholes you know yeah it's, just, it's uh, just like you're getting <laughs> fucked fucked and literally fucked like how does that work I don't think you're getting literally fucked well. This has been Hellcast. Uh, Chuck has Ma- left the room. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Mister Patchmaster General has left the room. Hey, have you fucked up my patches? Boo! Boo. I am Reaper. I am Eddie. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.
Sentence, sentence to die! 